Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Ari's the cool camp counselor. Oh, God. Cool. Questionable. Enough of that. <laughs> I, I don't want to associate Ari with any more summer camp analogies. Like, let's, right. that's sacred. We're ruining summer camp. Uh, yeah, don't ruin summer <laughs> camp for me. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. Question, was last night the best Bachelor episode of the past five years or the best Bachelor episode of just the entire history of the franchise? Well, I think the bar has been set so low this season that we're now just really grading on a curve. But like, objectively look at it. We had bowling ball licking. We had imaginary glitter, alligators, elaborate excuses about growing up in bowling alleys. Like, it was everything I want from you a Bachelor You are right. I, I genuinely enjoyed last night's episode, and I was so happy about it. And I'm excited that today we get to recap this beautiful episode with the wonderful Erin Dark. You might have seen her on Good Girls Revolt or The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon, and she'll be starring in the forthcoming show on AMC, Dietland. Thanks for joining us today, Erin. Thank you for having me. <laughs> we all are sitting here with our, like, many, with our sheaf of notes. Yeah. We're so prepared. Yeah, Erin printed hers out, uh, and it's real dedication that you're here today, because I know how much you hate Ari. <laughs> we should just so warn much. everyone. <laughs> it's hard to get through an episode when you feel that kind of just visceral repulsion towards yeah, like someone. I, I genuinely hate him. Like, every week, I I feel like I'm watching, like, a bad episode of Black Mirror, where, like, all of the men have died, so women are forced to fight over, like, a poorly programmed dating robot. Like, uh, that is how I feel watching this season see, of The Bachelor. I've never understood Black Mirror, but I would watch that. <laughs> yeah. I would definitely watch that. All right, so let's begin um, where the episode begins, in Fort Lauderdale, yeah. the beautiful Fort Lauderdale. It is the best place to fall in love. Or just to just be. Just a great place. Okay, I will say I felt very connected to this because I just flew back from... Well, I was in Miami, but I yes. flew in and out of Fort Lauderdale. Let's be clear. You just got back from vacation at Fort Lauderdale's, like, sexier sibling. Yes, <laughs> true. But I did 
I was at the Fort Lauderdale airport twice, and it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I love how, like, okay, so, like, my boyfriend's British, and every season it drives him nuts that they're like, we're going to start a world tour by going to four places in America. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's clear, like, for us it's weird, too. And I think at the beginning of every season, podcasters and recappers are like, usually they go to Croatia, but now they're, no, the beginning of every season is always just a bunch of American cities. And yeah. it's got to be budgetary, At least they right? got to go to someplace warm. That's true. True. That is true. And they let them bike. If I were dating Gleefully. Ari, I would want to go somewhere cold so I could have a lot of layers on between us. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just me. If I were dating Ari, I would. I would be like, take me to Antarctica. <laughs> Um, Ari wouldn't want to date anyone very long if he couldn't, like, rub her collarbone. He needs full collarbone access yeah. at all times. And these girls have some nice collarbones. They really do. Uh, first date, Ari rolls into the W. Penthouse. There's windows. It's- <laughs> Yay. You can, there's water. There's water. So many views. It is so great. And Chelsea gets a first date. It's a real testament to how many things happened in this episode that I almost forgot that Chelsea got a date. Yeah. I mean, her date was kind of a non-date, really. But can we talk about how this is, like, the second episode in a row where they have given the other girls, like, either binoculars or a telescope so that they can see Ari on a date? Like, it's one thing if it's like, oh, you catch a glance, but they keep giving them, like, viewing devices. Literal (laughs) telescopes. It's weird because they always do it, I think. Like, you'd always see them caught, like, the girls all just happen to be gathered at the window and they see it and... It's because the producers were like, go over to that window and look yeah. out at the water. But it's a weird move because it makes it so transparent that it's producer intervention. Yeah, because you're giving them devices. Right. <laughs> Why would you do that? Like, I've you're showing your hand. Every W penthouse suite has... Yeah, just has telescopes. telescopes. Yeah. Well, obviously, that's so that you can take a beautiful young lady there and you can have her look up at the stars and she can say, it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And you can be like... I know, but you're looking at her. Right. That's what the telescope is for. Oh. But they were using it for a different thing. Last week, I mean. I have no excuses for that. And that that girl who did not seem to understand what they were and was like, oh, my God, the tree looks so close. (laughs) Like, yes. They're binoculars. This is what The Bachelor is really for. It's like just a a finishing educational tour for all these, like, young 20-somethings. Um, and Ari's, Ari's the cool camp counselor. Oh, God. Cool. Questionable. Of, I, I don't want to associate Ari with any more summer camp analogies. Like, oh, let's, right. that's sacred. We're ruining summer camp. Uh, for yeah, me. don't ruin summer <laughs> camp for me. So let's get back to Chelsea. Uh, she's more than a mom, you guys. Yeah, she's also Chelsea. She's also Chelsea. Um, which is true. I'm excited for her to talk about something other than being a mom. She's really um, growing on me. Yeah, I, like I think her. she's chilled out a little bit since the first episodes when she was coming on real strong with the like yeah. here's what I deserve and now Ch- the crystal is the only one who says things like that yeah I mean I almost feel like crystal is so crazy that she's made every other woman be like I should maybe act a little more sane yeah oh, right. yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a probably a useful measuring stick for the other women um but so their date is going to be on a yacht um which has everything places to sit <laughs> tables um a jacuzzi which we don't actually see them use um but, Probably because it's like Miami and it's hot as balls. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I was just surprised they would miss an opportunity to put them in a jacuzzi, but they do have them making out in, in bathing suits yeah. on jet skis. She does somehow straddle him and make out with him on a jet ski. Yeah. That Which was impressive. I did find impressive, yeah. actually. Well done, Chelsea. I need to learn yeah. that move. 
I would be a little nervous. I am, what if we just I'm terrified capsized? of jet skis, to be honest. I was saying, I, jet skis are actually, like, pretty stable. <laughs> like, I did have a moment later when he was like, you were very impressive on the jet skis earlier. And I was like, how? How is one impressive on jet skis <laughs> well, other was, than managing to straddle you on one? Well, I think I mean, that's that what is, he meant. Yeah, I think that's what he meant. You really impressed me with your flexibility. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think I don't ever vacation in a way where jet skis are involved. So I only ever hear about them in the context of a news story that's like, this person thought they were going on a wonderful tour and instead their thumbs were cut off by their jet ski. And right. I'm like, what? What is a jet ski? No, I, is it just a bunch of rotating knives? It's like, not. It's like that's the thing. I do jet ski vacation. <laughs> They're very easy. Okay. Well, now I'm jealous of Chelsea. <laughs> um, but she did have to spend most of the time on his jet ski. Um, and all the women just looked through a telescope at them mm-hmm. making out on the jet and ski. And like, how many times do you think that the producer had her re record the line, I'm on a dream boat, but I'm also with, with a dream, dream boat? Like, she did not say that. Just on her own with no prompting. Oh, God, no. Maybe she maybe she did. I don't think so. Okay. That's true. I mean, we don't actually know Chelsea well enough. That's to, true. I just she's want very... better for her. <laughs> I know. <laughs> maybe she's not very witty. Um, also, I loved how they clearly made all the women try to, try to make them all talk shit about Chelsea. And they just kept kind of being like... I felt sick watching them together, but I don't wish any harm on Chelsea. <laughs> yeah. It's like so close. Yeah, um, Lauren B is getting increasingly anxious that she hasn't had a one-on-one. Yeah. We are seeing that sort of build over the And this meanwhile, Mikel just like saunters back in. Yeah. Okay, and can we also just fo- to, like talk for one second about like how everyone's made such a big deal about Becca's age and how she's only 22 and how scandalous it is. Mikel's 23. Mikel's She's literally 23, one yes. year older and nobody has she mentioned She has been it. married she has, before. Yeah, she is divorced. Oh my god, she yep. is? Yeah, she's yeah. like a religious uh, Mormon, I believe. Yeah. She married Still. like her high school boyfriend yeah. for like six months. Yeah. No, I think that— Wait, but does that make her more ready for marriage? It makes her more—it makes me think that she's more likely to get married. (laughs) I don't think it means that she's necessarily more ready in the existence, in, like, the broader sense of who she is as a person, but in the sense that, like, if Ari proposed, would she say yes? I'd say Mikel's more likely than (laughs) Becca. Yeah, I think that's probably (laughs) true. Um, Also, like, Lauren B. is, like, 25. I don't know. I feel like— No, half of them are, like, like a couple years older than her. Yes. Being like, she's so young. I I know. By the time they hit 27, I start to think of them as late 20s. And that feels like a different category yeah. to me. But there's a 25. lot of 25 and unders. A lot of 25 and unders. Yeah, and they're like, I mean, I, I feel like some of them are like fresh out of school. Yeah. And they're like, oh, she's just not ready. And I'm just like, I don't. There wasn't <laughs> a huge difference in me between 22 and 25. Like, Yeah. No, that uh, was very different. I mean, there was some. No, but if we're talking about like. Because it was, the, it was the number of years out of school. I felt like yeah, that was that the, I di- think that was was the like, difference. Yeah. Um, what I think is interesting but, is Becca's clearly never like been heartbroken. No. And that was like a big thing I went through between like 20 and 25 was like processing a heartbreak and then being like, now I know what can happen in a relationship. Like the right. worst thing, um, you know, aside from them dying. I feel like she still is like. Everything is consequence free. Like, like, that's not really the case. But yeah, it is. I agree with you on the like, let's calm down with the judgment when you're a 24 year old talking about a 22 year old. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
Also, uh, yeah, we know nobody over 30 is talking about her age because they're all gone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there are two 29-year-olds. Yes. And one of them is Crystal, crystal right. so, like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and Mikkel comes back. What did you guys think of her come? I was surprised. Not because she shouldn't, but because a week is so much time in this like, I think journey. it made sense that she came back, and it made sense that she was then sent home. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I, I were like, her, I'd just be like— I feel like because the—I mean, I wouldn't have come back, certainly not for Ari. <laughs> um, but, I, I mean, I feel like it was, like, the producers trying to be like, we're not assholes. We're not kicking her off for a dead grandparent. Right. Right. I'm and sure like, they I gave like her everyone, the choice. Yeah, I'm sure they gave her the choice. I can't believe she took it. Yeah. Um, well, like, but I guess she got to go to you, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, you, you get an extra <laughs> week. You get. She'll get a few more Instagram sponsorships out of it. I, yeah. I can't fault her. She went bowling. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think she got the worst deal. She didn't make a fool of herself this episode. No, she just no. kind of came back, looked really beautiful, exited. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and escaped having to date Ari. Right, exactly. <laughs> so for dinner, Chelsea and Ari go to like an... Was it so like an automotive car warehouse museum? museum. Right. Yeah. And do you think she liked that as much as she pretended she did? I mean, uh, no. I mean, no. like the space, because she was like, like she walked in and she's like, "Oh, this is so cool." Well, they have to say that about every space I mean, they I enter. Guess, but, like, but also, there is. I mean, my friends I mean, gonna... got got married in. Like an old vintage, like automotive museum, and it was actually really cool. Yeah, yeah. So it's not. It, it is kind of a cool space. I feel to be like in. there's also a little bit of like in all of them and how they react to these things. But Arya's Arya's like, I love this because I'm car guy. That's me, yeah. car guy. And when you're in that new little bit of infatuation with someone and you're trying to impress them, it's very natural and instinctual to like be more excited over things that they like. Like, I I'm so dismissive now about like. The Jets, but like at the beginning of the relationship, I was a little <laughs> bit more like, cool, they're winning. Like, I'm really excited by that. <laughs> but you can't sustain that. Like, she can't, she's not gonna wanna go on like vintage car tours with him for like the rest of her life. Um, plus, we'll never learn anything about her. Like, it's always, we are, every date is just an opportunity for him to be like, I'm the guy who likes cars. And it's, yeah. We get it. Yeah, in the Everglades, he talked about the engine on the hoverboat. Yeah, what the... <laughs> what, uh, <sighs> and it's like, he can't even just say that. He has to be like, because I'm someone who likes cars. And it's yeah. like, we fucking know. We, yes. Um, I hate him so much, guys. <laughs> also, he makes this big deal about how he has to treat Chelsea so differently and more delicately because she's a mom and, like, not waste her time. It's week five, and he's just giving her a date. So, yeah. I don't buy that. Like, what? it's just like a thing he knows he has to say, I guess. No, I think that's it. But that's how I feel about like pretty much everything he says that involves <laughs> anything with any sort of like real life consequences or emotional heft. <laughs> you know, like she told him her whole story about like her husband leaving her for another woman that when she had a six really month old. And like wow. her belongings are in trash bags. And wait, let me see. I think I, oh, wrote, no, I wrote down his response, which was, yeah. God, that must have been, been like tough for you. <laughs> <laughs> that is at the point that I tweeted. It's really astounding whenever Ari tries to express genuine empathy like he's so bad at it it's he's honestly so bad stunning. at it and it's just stunning he brought up the guy and in a way that implied that he thought that it would be a nice 
sort of amicable story. Like he's like, oh, he's still really involved in Sammy's life, right? Like tell me about that relationship. And instead she's like, when I was 20, he like basically tried to mold me into the perfect little wife. Then he left me for someone else and had another child with her like very quickly. And he was like, oh, that wasn't the kind of conversation (laughs) I was hoping to have. But uh." I was not impressed with him in this interaction, but it did feel like I, I enjoyed that we got to know Chelsea a little bit more. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. I just don't ever feel like we get to know him well, a little bit more. Except that he that loves, cars. Some point. He loves cars. Well, no, it's like, okay, yeah, it was Crystal. last Crystal. week's episode, Crystal. which was the um, line of the season for me where I think it was Lauren, well, I don't know, one of the Laurens who sat down <laughs> with him. Only been yeah, one there's only one But she sat down with him and she was like, so I know that you want someone with a flexible <laughs> schedule, but like, what else do you want? And I was like, yes. That's it. You're yeah. in week four, and the most you know about him is that he wants someone with a flexible, flexible schedule. It's like he's hiring a nanny or yes. something. <laughs> well, we unfortunately don't learn much more about him on this date, no. but Chelsea does get a rose, so she's safe for the rest of the week. Yeah. Hey, Chelsea. Yeah. And- or run, Chelsea. <laughs> I just I feel like she needs I I was listening to After Buzz this morning, as I always do. And then I always want to respond to things that they're saying. But they were sort of talking about how she needs to take more time for herself. But she's been alone, it seems like, for like two years, two and a half years. I think that she has every right to date and like is probably ready to date. But like Ari's not going to no. do anything for her. No, but I do hope, you know, she gets some hotties sliding yeah. into her DMs out of this. It's yeah, just like, I hope so, too. The dynamic concerns me, too, because she talks about how she met this older guy who was very wealthy and, like, wanted her to be the, the perfect person for him. And I was like, oh, I can definitely see that dynamic replicating with Ari. Yeah. And like, well, luckily, I don't he? think Ari's into her enough. He has family money, for sure, because his oh, dad was a very successful oh, yeah, race yeah. car driver. Oh, yes, his dad that. is legitimately famous and successful. Oh, okay. yeah. In that world, which I know nothing about. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now he sells real estate, which is like— uh, The sexiest of jobs. It is very it's lucrative. Stable, Look guys. at our president. <laughs> um, he gets to see lots of houses. <laughs> um, and, uh, oh, there's a concert in the car warehouse. Yeah, are- Tennille Arts is playing. Everyone's Ooh. favorite. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. Pop star. Although, uh, I, I did Google like seven different concerts. spellings. I know. I, although I sort of minded her less than most of the other ones this season. I haven't True. known who a single person was. No. You never do. Never because you never who's do. willing to go on the show? But sometimes they get those like old like 90s bands that I'm like, hey, Drops of Jupiter. Cool. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that'll enjoy more. But yeah. it's usually a C-list country star. But why is it always country? Um, because like, I, I got think it. country is very on brand for The Bachelor. Because okay. like Chris Soule's season, I was like, this makes sense to me. No, but it's and just then every, it's every season. I think it's geared toward The Bachelor audience. Like they think that we're more likely to listen to country. And I'm sure they have the data to back that up. I'm sure. They I, do. I don't know. Um, I don't really listen to country, but no, that's fine. Um, I thought Chelsea said something sort of. She was, like, close reading the song lyrics at this point. Yeah, she was. She was like, the lyrics said, you caught me in a moment of weakness, and I couldn't have felt more in tune with that moment because I exposed myself so fully, and he was holding me and making me feel so safe. Oh, God. And I just had one of those moments where I was like, I could not imagine a Bachelorette contestant saying that. Like, I exposed myself so much, but she was just holding me. 
and making me feel okay. Of course not. I just... Gender roles, Claire. Man, it just really struck me in that moment. I also think it just, like, made me... It made me a little bit sad in that moment because I do think that she's, like, been through a lot and is probably ready to be in a relationship again. And I just want to be like, don't be here. Yeah. Like, I I don't think this is the place for you. Yeah, I don't think he's the person for her either. And I'm also concerned with the idea that, like, it's romantic for a guy to catch you in a moment of weakness. Yeah, that's weird. It's like, nope, it's not a healthy I'm just impressed that she was listening that closely to the lyrics of the song. Well, she didn't want to pay attention to Ari. (laughs) Sure, (laughs) I guess you got to tune into something. (laughs) Yeah. All right, group date time. And going on the group date. Mikkel, Crystal, Becca M, Becca K, Jenna, Cien, Kendall, Ashley, Marie, Jacqueline, Lauren B. There's not a moment to spare. This means Tia's getting the one-on-one. And it means these women are going bowling. But first, we get a little montage of Ari in the bowling alley, including a a big Lebowski. He's living out his big Lebowski dreams. He licks the bowling ball. And it's like, I understand that that is a reference to the Big Lebowski. That doesn't make me less disturbed watching Ari sensually in slow motion lick a bowling ball. I think he licked it too much. He really made strong contact with it. it, I was disturbed. I, I like that image is seared into my brain. I cannot escape it. I'm upset. Well, that's the thing. I think I, I am disturbed by the way he kisses. So I have now, when I watch The Bachelor, as soon as I can see it's coming, I, like, close my eyes until I'm pretty there sure There was no warning for this. But there was no warning for the bowling ball. I, like, saw that. Yeah. And I can't not see it. I'm picturing it right now, and it's upsetting. And the worst part about it is that that's maybe the most interesting thing to, he's done this season. <laughs> that horribly disturbing, weird moment was the one thing he's done this season that I was like, well, that wasn't predictable. And you know it wasn't his idea. No. Oh, obviously just, not. Um, but they are getting really art. You can tell the the crew is getting really like if we're gonna be here let's let's do a little big Lebowski riff like let's do like a cool opening scene you know and they're doing that for a lot of the dates now but uh this was a little meh. so the women show up um he uh gives them all beer Jenna seems to be drunk like immediately yeah <laughs> I don't know how that happened um and uh Crystal just starts getting uncomfortable in the group setting Women are just competing for his attention. And I couldn't that's tell if, these, not if she was just saying the same things she said last week or if they were like looping Good question. her interviews from last week because some of these sound bites sounded exactly the same. But she did say something that seemed new, which was that last week she felt like she really like solidified their relationship on her end and she wants this week for him to step up. Oh, right. And yeah. give her oh, yeah. the validation. He needs to prove himself to her, which. In the context of a normal relationship, you know, it's true. One person shouldn't put all the effort in. Unfortunately, she's in a reality TV dating competition where they're all competing for one person's attention. I also tend to feel like if you're at the point where you're like, this guy I'm dating needs to step up and prove himself to me, you should just break up with him. Like, either he's just kind of doing it all the time. No, but I think Crystal likes to play the game of, like, he he must now be guilted into paying attention to me. Well, but yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a game. Yeah. It yeah. is not a, it's not like the most healthy dynamic. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like obviously you want signs from the guy that he is also there for you, but you shouldn't set 
people up for specific little challenges. Oh, yes. Yeah. She is testing him. Wait, yeah. Do you not do that in your relationship? <laughs> oh, I do it. But it's okay for me. Like, right. other people I mean, shouldn't do it. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, my challenges are better. So, yeah. like. <laughs> Mine have meaning. And uh, you should just have empathy well, with that. The problem is, Claire, just other women don't operate at your level. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's hard. It is. Yeah. For me. Um, so I I get so annoyed when they do the group date competition. They This is the classic. It's mean. They split them up. One team's going to get to go to the after party. Also, can we talk about the fact that mean. almost every time now the lead changes their mind and ends up letting everyone come well, to because the after I think, party? Yeah. Because A, it like... It's mean. It's also like, B, if we are still going under the guise that this is about this dude finding love, then maybe that, like, who he spends time with shouldn't be decided by bowling. Right. If I'm him, (laughs) I'm like, I want to spend time with the women on the losing team. A couple of them are really interesting to me. Why should I have to give that up? Right. It's purely this, it's this producer move to create this exact situation that they created. And boy, did it work this week. I know. And it's, like, sad because you can see all the other women being sort of like, okay, like, we're disappointed or, like, we're relieved. And then, like, one person having exactly the reaction that producers wanted. A complete and total meltdown. Shocker, that person was Crystal. By the way, we have to rewind to the beginning of the competition when Crystal gathers her team together. It's Jacqueline, Jenna, Becca, M, and Mikkel, or uh, Becca, K, and Mikkel. And she says, let's just take a moment to say, no matter what, we'll focus on making this the best date ever. And I just want to ask Wayne and Chucky to be our angels and guide us through to a very strong win to the end. And Jacqueline says, who are Wayne and Chucky? And Crystal says, my dogs that I love so much. Yeah. They don't fucking know your dogs, Crystal. Also, why does she keep leading the group in cheers and prayers and She's speeches? really into it. <laughs> it has to stop. It must be stopped. I feel like one girl said last night, like, if I have to hear Crystal give it was one Becca more M. toast. Yeah, yeah like, then I was like, I feel you, girl. And it's Becca crazy. M is quite nice to the other women, but oh she, God, this one episode, she? short okay, hair, baby one. Becca, yeah. she has lost her shit over Crystal. She's just reached a breaking point, I mean, they and there's had, no returning. She was. She broke a couple of girls this week, yeah. Crystal. There was not a person that they couldn't find really, like, harsh clips about Crystal from. Like, they had stuff from Marique. They had stuff from Jenna. They had stuff from women that we, like, never hear from. Yeah. There were women who, like, came on to, like, talk about Crystal, and I was like, I don't know who you are. Yeah. Ashley, uh, Lauren, everyone was... No one likes, and the crazy thing is, Crystal knows no one likes her, but she still persists in leading them in group meditations that are unsolicited <laughs> to her dogs. <laughs> to her dogs. Also, like asking it's like her dogs that to, has be to be angels seems risky in and of itself. <laughs> well, listen, everything is about Crystal and her inspiration, <laughs> and if her dogs need to be part of that, then that's just how it's going to be. Can you just have empathy for that? I mean, my God. No, I mean, compassion. Everyone it. should just show Crystal a little compassion. <laughs> I just, she doesn't have <laughs> enough of that. But she is very good at bowling. Um, her team is the runaway victor. Here's the thing. They never showed us the scores. Yeah. I want to know if it was like, if the scores were like 71 to 53. <laughs> or like if any of them were actually genuinely good at bowling. Yeah. I would. I'm terrible at bowling, so I have a lot of empathy well, for Crystal anyone. Crystal grew who's up bad. in a bowling alley. So. Oh my god, that's right. I was surprised that Becca Ooh. M was so bad because she seems like exactly the kind of girl that, like, in a movie, would be like really good at bowling, and the guy would be like, "Oh my god, where did you come from? You're so cool." 
but yeah. she wasn't very good at she's it. She's like a real like. I related. I related girl. to her uh, consistent gutter balls. Yeah, it's very frustrating. She is very relatable. Um, so uh, they get a uh, a trophy, a physical trophy. Uh, the the blue team that Crystal is on. Crystal like won't put it down. She's obsessed with it, and. She also gives a toast to her team on not breaking each other down, but building each other up. And this is when Becca's like, I can't hear Crystal give another toast. And yeah. the pink team all goes back to the locker rooms. And, like, honestly, Becca says Crystal's being a sore winner. She really is. Like, she's just like, we won. Like, what are we doing tonight, like, without them? Because we won. And she's like, saying oh my this God. in front of the other team. It's yeah. incredibly obnoxious. But then framing it as, like, we're not against each other. We should just all be one. Yeah. But then he makes but, but them one the and she does not she react well. Right. She, like she actually would prefer they break each other down as long as she's not the one being broken down. Exactly. Yes. Um, she wants everyone else to lift her up while she crushes them <laughs> beneath her. <laughs> um, so Ari starts to feel bad for the pink team. Surprise, surprise. Tells, he tells both teams that the pink team is also going to come. And this is when Crystal breaks. She has nothing left to give. She, I will he say, made a promise. And he went back on it. He's a liar. He's a liar, apparently. But I will say, like, I, she had a lot of crazy, crazy, crazy points. Um, but I will say that I did think she had one valid point where if Ari had gone up to the winning team first and just been like, hey— I feel badly. This doesn't actually seem that fair. Do you mind if I invite them tonight? That would have been a more considerate thing totally. to do. Totally. And I actually have no yeah. problem that she was annoyed by the whole yeah. thing because it is annoying to put efforts into something thinking there's a certain thing at stake. And then it's like, well, actually, it didn't matter. Yeah. Because yeah. he, you know, thinks a few of those girls are but hot. But that's the thing. Yeah. Like, I, I get the annoyance, but, but then she, she went... proceeded to take it out on all the other women. Yes. She took and it out on everything. She took it out on her mic pack at one point. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. Like, it was just too much. Like, you can be annoyed and say, in your ITM, that's really fucking annoying. And yeah. I am, like, really pissed. Ari said one thing and then did another. And then you let it go. Yeah. I mean, she's very, like, personally offended in a way that. It's right. like she does know that he's still dating the other women, right? Like well, she's sort I of don't like, know that she fully sure knows. She does, yeah. She's she like, thinks it's all a farce to the end of them getting engaged. Yeah. Right. So it's like, why does he want to see those other women? Where right. the yeah. other women are all like, oh, of course, where he wants to like see all of us and like get what time he can. She's baffled by that because she fought for his time and he wants to give it to other people. And that's like shows that he's not committed to their relationship anymore. I also think that she was just, like, looking... I think she was looking for an excuse to be the center of attention as well. Yeah. She would prefer that every single thing was about her. And it's very clear, and she makes it clear later, that she thinks that fighting is a sign of intimacy, which Mm -hmm. it is, but, like, you can't create the intimacy by provoking the fight. Like, it should happen the other way around... We are so comfortable with each other that you're able to have conflict and not right. in the way where she's like, I have to have a fight with him and that's a step in our relationship. So I'm just going to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, it's a, a little backwards. Um, so they head back to the hotel. Apparently, they were not mic'd up or being filmed during the ride back. But she said some things about Ari being a liar 
and all the and like to the extent that all the other girls seemed pretty upset. Yeah. Um, which is telling because half of the other women also got sort of shafted by his decision. Um, and I think Mikkel's like, she saw a different side to Crystal. Jenna said she got crazy in her eyes. Um, Ashley says she literally lost her mind. I wish we had seen some footage of that ride back. I know. I mean, we do see a little bit. When she first gets back into the hotel. Yeah, it's very weird. She kind of walks in first, and she shoots, like, a smile at the camera. Like, she's like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm, like, a nice person. I'm smiling. But then immediately starts, like, bitching at the crew. Like, take off my mic packer. I'm taking it off myself. And, like, gets into a robe and is like, the other team didn't win. He took back his word. He didn't consult us. He didn't take us into consideration. He told us what to do. I, I also, like, like I love—she kept on, like, apparently on this banner, and she kept on saying that he was a liar. Yeah. And there's something so fascinating to me about also, like, being out of touch with reality enough to not realize that the competition in the first place was probably arranged by the producers and not Ari. So him deciding to invite everyone wasn't actually him changing his mind as just deciding not to do what the producers had told him to. Yeah. Right. And she would have been thrilled. Like, and we've seen— if she had been on the other team. If she'd been on yeah, the other absolutely. Team. And she would consider it total fair play because, like, oh, this is about Ari finding love with me. And, like, if he wants the time, then, like, no one should stand in the way with Yeah, I found it particularly that. frustrating. She framed the whole thing as, like, well, this is clear evidence that Ari doesn't want a partnership like I do. Yeah, I mean, I'm right. looking for an equal, a partner. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Like, that would be good in a completely different context, but attaching that expectation to this situation is just wild. I feel like trying to, like, assign logic to Crystal's brain last night was, like, like (laughs) an exercise in futility. And again, I'm sure this is being edited to play up. But she gave them but, like, so much footage. The whole to work the with. whole partnership yeah. thing is infuriating, partly because it's sort of true. Be- but that's because the whole show is set up that way. That like there's no equality between. Right. That's any literally of them. the conceit yeah, of the there's... show, and you have to accept right. that premise to be honest. And if you're not going to accept it, then what you end up doing is being is treating the other women very hurtfully because if yeah. she wants a partnership with Ari, then where do the other women fit into that? He can't make decisions with Crystal and and yet be respectful to the other women in that way. So like it's not like Crystal and Ari take the girls out for bowling. Like <laughs> that's how she's thinking of it. Like I, and that's one of the problems with the show is that it's hard to see how you forge, like, an equal dynamic after coming into it that way. But that's the show. Like, that's uh, – you've got to know. Yeah. Um, so finally, the other women are all ready to go to the evening portion. Um, and Crystal wanders in, still in her robe. But I will say it looks like her hair and makeup are pretty flawless. Yeah. And she has her mic on. Oh, my gosh. The row. I, I was cracking up. Because <laughs> just the look on her face. And just she just insists on being. The, it's so bratty in this amazing way. Like, it's just golden television. She says, everyone looks so nice. And they say, well, are you coming? And she smiles really big. No. I'm, I'm not. And then they're like, so what are we going to tell him when he asks where you are? And she says, well, I just think he was really disrespectful to Team Blue. 
I feel like he set an intention of we were there to compete. And what bothered me is he didn't come talk to us. And like everyone is just openly rolling their eyes, including the other team blue, like which I feel like should set off some alarm bells in her mind, but it doesn't. Um, and Kendall sort of like, so are you giving up on Ari now or are you trying to send a message to him? And Crystal says, all my stuff is packed in the bedroom right now. All my stuff is packed. I'm not going on the date. Uh, Kendall really handled her incredibly yeah. well during this episode. You know, she says, I can understand why you're upset. Like, she's mirroring her emotions. She's affirming her. She says, I don't have an issue with that. I do have an issue with what happened on the drive home and the cruelty that was exposed there. Kindness is one of the most important things to me, and I feel that you didn't exhibit kindness. I thought that was such a good way yeah, to I, frame yeah. it. She Kendall's was so... Kendall, I am. She I really love her. I'm so episode. into that girl. Me too. Yeah. Um, I think I want to date Kendall. Yeah, yeah, like a little bit. I do yeah. not I, want her to end up with Ari. She no. like her too much. I, no, she won't. I don't think that'll happen. Um, and on that note, they all <laughs> leave. Uh, and I think they're having the date in this in the W, but like in a downstairs lounge. Yeah, it seems area. like it. Yeah. it seems very easy to, to get, get from the room to wherever. Yeah, which is what makes it even funnier that Crystal's like, <laughs> yeah. I will not go upstairs. Yeah. Well, of course, because then she's like, it's very easy for her to change her mind. To be honest, like if they were going That's out, true. I bet she wouldn't have pulled this. It's very possible because she wants Ari to come find her, and she also wants the option of going down. Right. And there's no, like, bus she's missing. Um, so they all uh, they all show up, and Ari arrives in all black with, like, a kind of white inner collar. And it just—he looked a lot like a priest. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> I, I grew up around a lot of priests, so, you know. Um, I grew up in a bowling alley, actually. <laughs> um, so very quickly, he's like— so are you all here? Like, oh, where's Crystal? Yeah. By the way, does he usually ask that question at the beginning? Yeah. Sits down. So is everyone here? I feel like the producers were like, might want to see if everyone's there. Yeah. Wang, wang. <laughs> um, and so they're immediately like, Becca uh, M says, oh, she's throwing a fit in her room because you invited the losing team. And Ari says, huh, okay. I could tell her reaction wasn't too positive. He's so dead behind the eyes. Uh, Jenna tells him that she called him a liar. And he says, man, well, that's awkward. He's really gearing up, though. He's going to get a little more brutal later. So he says, I think the right thing for me to do is probably check on her. I don't want to disrespect you guys by going up, but she has such strong feelings. I should probably address it. By the way, I don't think that was the right thing to do. I uh, am torn. I'm torn, too. No, I think if someone's throwing a temper tantrum and you have nine other women in front of you who aren't throwing a temper tantrum, you spend the time with them. I agree, but I think that part of what he was doing was shutting her down when he went to talk to he her. He didn't shut her down. She came back down an hour later. He, but he, <laughs> he but did. He I told he her not to come down. down. Yeah. Like, he went up and was like, do not come down. And she did it anyway, but, like— he told her not to. Like, I feel like he went up there to but be like— But that's the thing. He also this gave isn't... her exactly what she wanted. What she wanted was for him to go up and beg her to come back down. But she also just wanted attention. That's true. Yes. But, like— But I... she wanted it to work in her favor, and instead he's really— Like, he's 
so much less into her now. I mean, I, I, I think he is. Yeah. I still don't think. I still think, like, I think playing into, like, if someone throws a temper tantrum and you're like, well, I have to go and make sure. Like, but because that's the thing. He's like, I don't want to be disrespectful to you. But I do think it was disrespectful to them because mm-hmm. he just left those, like, nine women sitting on this couch in the W for God knows how long yeah, while he I, went yeah. and talked to Hopefully the girl not. in a no, row. That's true. I also wonder, though, if it— if it's partially like he knew he was going to have to have this conversation at some point, he's like, I'm just going to do it now because there's no way they were going to the producers were going to let him not confront Crystal in this moment. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if I were him, I might be like, I just want to get this over with yeah. so that I'm not thinking about That's it. That's sort of how I read it. I but I, I also I think, agree that I, it, it I think could. With an, I think with another person, I think it maybe could have been. But he was like, oh, that's awkward. Well, I better go talk to her. Sorry, ladies. And I was yeah. just like, what the? Like, that's the thing is, like, I feel, like I said, I think he's like a dating robot. Like, <laughs> it's like you can feel him processing information and then going, like, what would a human do next? And yeah. then, like, there's like a 10-second lag between everything he says. He's having a hard time carrying the show, for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could, like, show everyone the look that Aaron just got on her face. Um, I mean, I was really torn because I I felt, like, a little bit like the way that you're describing. But I also was really happy that he didn't go up and comfort her. That he was just like, you handled this badly and I want you to stay up here and know that I'm unhappy with you. Like he was just like you need to sit in like yeah, how bad I felt like he went into done. full paternal lecture oh, mode. Yeah, he definitely did. Gross. But I guess the thing I think that's why like I was watching that scene of them have that discussion, and it, I was like, I think you guys deserve each other. <laughs> like, because I mean, I, the thing is like his reaction to her in that moment was maybe I felt like the most human I've seen him all season. Yes. I was like, maybe you need a crazy lady to make you human. I don't think, I, I don't think that he wanted to engage with it though, really. Like he, he's, if I think that someone who could handle, not handle, someone who would be happy with Crystal would have to also really be into that kind of drama. And he was just like, this is he a turn off. He was not turned on by that. I'm not saying I think they would make each other happy. I'm saying <laughs> I think they deserve each other. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm. I think I've. I think I like Ari a little more oh than my you God. do. Yeah, no, I same. think he's the human I mean, embodiment of mediocrity. Well, exactly. So you've set the bar very well. <laughs> um, I mean, there are a lot of me- mediocre dudes out there, and like some really shitty ones too. And same is true of women. I think that Crystal is going to be a little tougher to live with than Ari. So I'm like, sure. Yeah, Ari, I, I, Ari I, I can live agree. with someone else. Ari's boring. He's white bread, but I don't. I don't loathe him. Yeah. I do because I don't actually I think there's a part of me that's not sure he's a good guy. That's I think possible. he knows no, he's on TV. incredibly like, possible. You know what I mean? Like I you know, he knows he's on TV and sometimes I feel like I can like feel him suppressing down It's like he it's like I feel like he maybe only has two modes and it's boring or asshole. <laughs> and so possible. he's like suppressing the asshole for the show. I don't yeah. know. That is like a sense there's, that there's I have. There's no way to know. Um, I but guess I just we'll feel see. like a lack of genuine human empathy, I don't find a good sign in a yeah. person. I don't think that he, yeah, I don't think that he really knows how to connect with other people on that level. But I always thought it was because nothing bad happened to him, but apparently all his friends are just dying in accidents. <laughs> so, like, I don't so know. So it's very unclear so like, now. Yeah. You know, I, you know what? We'll have to wait and see how 
he kind of develops over the rest of the season. Yeah. Jury's still out on my end. Um, I just find him to be like sentient white bread. But I also just want to point out again that Crystal is in a robe when he shows up, but her hair and makeup are perfect. Oh, yeah. Oh, she has been preparing for this moment. Yeah. Which is why I think I enjoyed that he did shut her down. Yeah. Um, At one point he says, it's just bowling. Yeah. <laughs> and she says, it wasn't that. It wasn't just that. You know that. And it's like, why would you say that? He literally just told you it was yeah, just bowling. Yeah, but he also says to her, like, you know me better than anyone else here, which I feel like just encourages her crazy. I feel like that was just a way of, I mean, yes. No, because he said it at least twice in the episode last I night. I feel like it was a way of, like, reprimanding her, though. It's like, you've had more opportunity than anyone else to know me, and yet you you can't trust me. You can't treat me respectfully. Like, it's not that I haven't given you, you know, what you need in order to treat me better. What, she's seen his home videos? Yes, and that's very <laughs> important. But that's actually another conversation that they have later. <laughs> that is another Okay, so um, Crystal says to him, I, like, I couldn't even deal with this. She's like, I felt very passionate and I felt very hurt and I said things out of hurt and I don't feel like I know anything about you. And that's when he's like, you know more about me than anyone. And she says, I know, but I need more. And he says, if you were downstairs, we'd be able to talk about it. But this is what couples can't do is run away from their problems. And when things like this happen, it makes me pull back. I thought this was a valid point yes. on his end. And she says, I pulled back today. It felt like a lie. And he says, well, you're the only one up here. So are you, like, teaching me a lesson? And she says, I was pissed. <laughs> and he says, I know you are, but I think you should just stay up here tonight. I'm going to go down and hang out with everyone else. Know that I'm not happy about it. I'll see you in a couple of days. And he just kind of leaves. He doesn't, like, give her another hug or anything. I felt like this, if I were Crystal here, and I've been the girl who, like, picks a fight to get attention, that would not be a reaction I would be happy with. I would be like, I was hoping to get, like, validation out and of this. Yeah. And instead he is treating me more coldly than he ever has. It's funny, like, when you, like, read that dialogue back, I was like, oh, wow, yeah, those are really intelligent things to say. <laughs> but, like, when I hear Ari say them, I just, like, want to bang my head against a wall. Yeah. Well, but, like, those I, words, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that, does that is exactly sense. how you should respond in that situation. Well, Emma and I are also just, we have a certain je ne sais quoi, it's just a sort of cultured vibe that we yeah, have. Yeah, you know, this is actually meaning a lot coming from you the actor so, yeah. yeah I mean I did high school drama <laughs> so it's pretty similar okay so um, when I, and also when Ari gets back I thought this was sort of funny that he's what he says to them is alright Crystal is not coming down tonight so we're alone we can relax a little which like that is a kind of intensely dismissive thing to say of Crystal to all the other women which is like if she were here that would just be stressful for us and it's she's true. someone that we need to be separated from he's it's not true wrong. no he's not wrong but i thought that was like a kind of telling thing like he was it was like the little Guys, gift I, he was I giving think, to the women in repayment I think for Crystal's leaving got one more week i think she goes home in yeah, paris can yeah. we also talk about how shitty it was that like right when all of this was happening was when they abc the promo. Yeah, aired the promo for <laughs> yes. next week with crystal in it and i was like oh way well, to I... take all of the fire out of the rest yes. of the episode yeah what the hell like they only showed two women in that like promo becca. as well it was like becca and crystal yeah. and i was just yeah. like i mean come on like 
It's, Why? It's just dumb. It's like, sure, a lot of us find out who wins, but most of us don't know episode by episode what's going to happen. We'd like to have a little, like, suspense. Like, geez. It's about the journey. Wait, do Ugh. you guys know who wins? We got spoiled yeah, by accident. Yeah, we got spoiled. Oh. Reality Steve. Oh, I don't know. I know nothing. Yeah, Great. it's better. We're jealous. Of yeah, you. we don't want to be spoiled. <laughs> yeah, I usually try so hard, and often by the end of the season, happen. someone has like tagged an Instagram post or tweeted, like, tweeted, it at, tweeted us. at us, and we've right. Yeah, I've somehow. I don't know if I've ever actually like gotten it spoiled for me for the Bachelor. That's so nice. You live such it's... a beautiful, more <laughs> a pure viewing experience. Yeah, but I also, I personally enjoy all of the things along the way. So to me, once it gets to the point where someone is engaged, it's like, who cares? Yeah, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> We're already done yeah. with them. Um, speaking of which, Kendall and Ari uh, get some time, and she tells him that she has never had a relationship last longer than 10 months. She, like, always gets in relationships that are very intense, and then they end. And uh, and then they make out. Yeah. Uh, and he says, she's not your average girl. She's very quirky and analytical. That's the kind of compliment I would really like to get from a guy. Um, and I'm being totally serious, not sarcastic. Also, he was very touchy with her. I feel like he's been getting more touchy with her, so you can really tell that he's— There's something very appealing about Kendall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kendall's great. I thought you were going to say Ari first. No, no, no. <laughs> I was like, no. Listen, um, <laughs> I feel like you think that we like Ari more than we do just because you hate him so much. You really do. I didn't start out that way. Like, the first episode, I was just really? like, oh, my God, he's so boring. But each week, I progressively have just, like, I hate his face. Wow. I hate the way he talks. Can we talk about—I don't—okay, who were—the, <laughs> um—oh, wait. Yeah, so this was, like, during that big group date. Was it—oh, God, I can't keep talking. Uh, Lauren, when he was talking about, and she was like, the 21 questions thing. Oh, yeah. She was like, I need to know more about you. First question, what's your favorite color? That was And then the she worst. already the knows the question. answer. I know. But the worst was when he was like, how do you take your coffee? She said, coconut milk. He and he shocked. went, He was Whoa! startled. Startled by and coconut then milk. I wrote that down. he said, and she was like, how do you take yours? And he was like, cream and sugar. He was like, you know, I mean, I wish I could say something manly. Like, I take it black. Ugh. And it was just like, in that moment, I wanted to. He is very I obsessed mean, with be- with seeming manly. The more I'm watching, like, Lauren might how be is the black same coffee level. manly? It's not. It's no, not. I think Lauren might be perfect yeah, for him. Yeah, Lauren might be perfect I think yeah. he for actually him. might be. Here's the thing. That's not what 21 Questions is. No. And I just want to start with that. And they did three questions. They did three questions, <laughs> and then they gave up and made out. And the questions were one eggs. question she already knew the answer to, yes. his favorite and then it was, color. how do you take your eggs, and how do you take your coffee? And then they went into detail about what kind of toast he likes. It's like, whatever fucking toast is available. Like, and I, that's think what she kind was of also, I think she was also the one the previous week who had the flexible schedule yeah. question. So I'm just like, she is I don't know. She's the most boring person I, I've ever but seen. But like, I kind of think they're perfect for each other yeah. because they both seem equally okay with talking about coffee. That's like they're true. equal levels of boring. Yeah. But, and see, this is why I actually think that's a better match than him and Crystal. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. I know. That's what I'm saying. I think him and Lauren yeah. are actually yeah. <laughs> the right match. I just think sometimes he and Crystal deserve each other. That's okay. Fair. Okay, we hear you. Um, but I think here's uh, so Becca uh, M uh, takes him outside for some for some time, and it's stormy, and she says, "There's a hurricane coming through, Hurricane Crystal," and he laughs so hard, and I was like, 
That's it. Crystal's toast. Like, there's oh, yeah. no way that he's still interested in her. She She's going to go home next week. Yeah, yeah. I think she was like a producer's rose this week, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. he sounded annoyed as he offered her the rose. Yeah. Um, and uh, he takes Becca back to his room. Becca. Uh, Other Becca. Kay for some private time on the couch. Right. All right. And she's like, I have so many questions. I don't even know where to start. And he says, well, you just have to start. <laughs> And you got to kiss the hell out of me. And I was like, Ari, you sound so She's like, I can do that. Ah. He loves a good line like that. They're bad lines. They're bad. They're They're bad. They would seem cheesy in like a 1940s movie. Oh, I agree. But you can just tell he was so pleased with himself. Uh, I'm sorry. But then it's also the thing where I'm like, again, I'm like, okay, it's like, what is it, week five? And I'm like, I am, I know nothing about this guy other than he likes cars and people with flexible schedules. And kissing. And, and then, kissing. Yeah, and kissing. And then she comes in and she's like, I want to know more about you. And he's like, okay, but let's kiss. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm never going to learn anything about this dude. It might be Unless for the best. he's an asshole and he's just trying to cover up. Oh, There's nothing on all the assholes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know how that is. It's like takes so much work to cover up the terrible person you are that it's like you got nothing left. Meanwhile, Crystal has apparently decided that she's done sulking (laughs) and she needs to get dressed up and join the date. And I love how they cut this with Becca M doing a really great Crystal impression Mm -hmm. and giving an insane toast. She goes, okay, everybody, this is actually, I don't choose to do my voice like this, by the way. It's a condition. I pray that amidst all this chaos... May Crystal find peace that she thinks she has. May she find the confidence she believes she has gained. And may she have the friends and support that she so ridiculously believed she had in us before today. Burn. I felt yeah, like burn. this was almost too It was mean. almost I was too like, mean. Becca, the last don't make line. me feel bad for Crystal. The last line was also, a little harsh. But we yeah. also weren't wrong. in that fan ride. That's true. I and just, then Crystal walks in. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back in a minute with more on Hurricane Crystal with Aaron Dark. Perfect. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. (laughs) So important. I also just know myself. I, I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. I am so glad that it's finally warming up. And it also means that I just want to have fun this summer and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily, I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options 
like Protein Plus, Keto, Vegetarian, something for every diet. Their fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your whole day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. I love having a few factor meals just sitting in my fridge, especially because I work from home. It's so nice to finish up a taping and not have to figure out what to cook myself. Just look in my fridge and be like, oh, in two minutes, I can be eating mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice or tomato basil chicken risotto or Santa Fe style green chili beef skillet. And they always have a nice like vegetable side. It feels well-balanced. I feel full after, and it's not a headache at all. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI50 and use code LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Springtime vibes are in the air. And when you bring in some of the beautiful flowers that are blooming, you probably want to smell the flowers, not the litter box. But thanks to Pretty Litter, you'll be able to smell those spring flowers all you want. Nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odors. It's ultra absorbent, it's lightweight, low dust, and one six pound bag works for up to a month. Pretty Litter's crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in your cat. And if all of that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. You'll never run out. You won't have huge kitty litter bags taking up space. And even better, you won't have to lug those huge tubs from the store to your car or the subway and into your house. Our producer Talon has been using Pretty Litter and he just raves about how great it is, how easy it is to scoop how much better it smells. I mean, the health monitor aspect gives so much peace of mind. He's a big fan and we know that you will be too. Go to prettylitter.com slash LTSI to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash LTSI to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. prettylitter.com slash LTSI. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price, 
was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI. Anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while or even not that long knows that we love article. I mean, honestly, I'm looking around my home right now. Coffee tables from article, that lovely chair out on my deck, article, our big console, article, I'm my bed frame, article. This is an article household. It is. And it's, I mean, it was an inspiration to me. We finally got our first article piece of furniture recently, our new couch. And my husband and I are both constantly just like, how did we live before this couch? This is such an improvement over what we had before. It's so comfortable. It just seems to get more comfortable every day. I mean, it's the couch you dream of. And the reason that we have both been able to find ideal furniture on Article is because Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. And their team of designers are all about finding that perfect balance between style, quality, and price because we all want the best of all of those three things united in one piece of furniture, right? Plus, they're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and, you know, looks good doing it. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. She's upset. She didn't leave her self-respect at home when she came on the show. Like, like, yeah. Unfortunately, you did. You did do that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a prerequisite yeah. to going on The Bachelor. Some people regain it while there, but yeah. I'm pretty sure you have to it, it leave it before you, you come. It strips you down to the studs emotionally. Yes. Also, I feel like this episode, we got a really clear sense of how put on Crystal's voice is because she really do, like was doing her sexy kitten voice when she wanted something from Ari or when she oh, was yeah. trying to like seem nice to the but girls but not with the other women but yeah but or yeah like not when she was really like getting into conversation with the other women yeah. not when she was like talking seriously in her in the moments it was very clearly deployed to like get sympathy in this sort of like I'm vulnerable sort of way yeah also i love that even her attempt at smoothing things over was just to interrupt everyone, ask to say something, and then give a speech about herself. Yeah. Her feelings were really hurt today, and she was just standing up for how she felt. She should have led with, I'm really sorry. Maybe just try that. Just yeah. apologize. I don't think she's ever said that, though, has she? No, she she's has never, never apologized sorry. to anyone. No. I did love when I thought Becca M's, like, discussion with her. I know Becca M gave up on it. But when she was like, okay, so you said you weren't going to come to the party. And then you changed your mind. And you came here. Are you a liar? I and, like, that one, by, like, I felt I like felt that, like, hurt. but, like, I, but I was like, I was like, that's the best. Like, you found the best analogy there to, like, call her out. Because yeah. she couldn't, and then, like, no, she, and then she just didn't engage with yeah, it. She's and like, so well, then... I was hurt. <laughs> yeah, whenever she's criticized, she just says, well, I was really hurt, and that's valid. And it's like, can we ever talk about anything except how hurt you no. are? No. 
Um, and this is when she says something we've seen a few times in previews, which is, um, well, she says, like, Ari and I had an intense conversation and said a lot of things that needed to be said, which is just another way of being like, really, guys, like, we're way ahead in our relationship. And, like, we were at a point where we needed to say some things. You wouldn't know what that's like. And um, and Lauren asks her, well, what genuinely, what do you feel towards Ari? And Crystal says, it doesn't really matter what I say. It's just going to be attacked. And Lauren says, I'm just trying to give you the floor to open up a little bit. And Crystal says, open up and just be attacked. And Lauren like, has lost her mind. She's just, oh, yeah. I'm exiting. Yeah. This is what Crystal does to these other women. Even the most, like, demure uh, and quiet and yeah. kind of boring among them just, like, lose their minds. Yeah. Yeah. It's a skill, really. Yeah. <laughs> to get she under that many yeah. people with different personality skin. Yeah. It's truly amazing. Yeah. Um, and uh, at the end of the date, Ari uh, – well, so first of all, Crystal comes all the way down and then Ari doesn't seem to find out. No. Like she no. leaves after talking to the other women. He doesn't appear to have seen her. I was kind of annoyed about that. I wanted Ari to have a chance to react to the fact that he – like disinvited her from the date and then she came anyway. I was just surprised. That seems like I was surprised like from the producers that yeah. they didn't make that happen. That seemed so unbachelor. Right. For her to just go back upstairs and Ari to never know and it not be a thing. I was I like, know. this is, seems very Yeah. Well, I wonder if they wanted her to stay down longer and she just felt so attacked that like which that she just she just felt so hurt she just felt so hurt just felt really hurt so remember how we just learned that Ari's favorite color is blue yeah time for Tia's one-on-one date and he shows up wearing two shades of blue now I can't (laughs) stop seeing it he's wearing blue all the time I literally did not even notice I don't think I've ever (laughs) looked at what he's wearing You just like when you look at the screen, do you just see like a vo- a man shaped void? Yeah, kind of. Like yeah. I feel like it's like you know, like he hasn't agreed to be on TV, so he's like slightly blurred out. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's maybe what's happening in my mind now when I watch. It's actually Peter. Yeah, <laughs> but he's a little oh, blurry. If only. Oh God. Um, okay, so he's taking Tia to. Uh, Explore the Everglades on an airboat because she's from the country. Yeah, it's a country and it is the only for a country girl. Piece of information that Ari has retained about Tia. Oh yeah, I mean, I felt sort of bad for Tia. Like she was like, "Oh, I have to do this date because I'm the country," and like she clearly doesn't really enjoy seeing alligators. Like she yeah. kept like screaming in terror. Becca also... K got diamonds, right? Yeah, and, I like, also Tia feel gets like a turtle. Tia has. She's self-aware enough to know that she's sort of being slotted into this role. Mm -hmm. Because at one point she even says, like, I'm trying to tell you that I'm not this stereotype. Yeah, and she's like, I live in the city now. (laughs) I've lived there for seven years. Yeah, yeah, it's like if I went on the show and they were like, well, your whole thing is like you're from Indiana. What's that like? And I'd be like, I barely remember. Like we're taking you on a maze (laughs) through a (laughs) cornfield. This is what I would do all the time back when I was 17. Um, but they do, do see a gator, um, yes. which symbolizes the fact that love is scary because that's naturally what I would think of. Oh, my God. Did someone say he that? Liter- Ari yes. literally says, in a crazy way, it reminds me <laughs> that love can be scary. But at the same time, every day can be an adventure. Just like a massive car pileup of Bachelor cliches. Oh, my God. I don't know how I missed that. 
I mean, it's it's just like background noise almost. Yeah, I think sometimes I'm like rolling my eyes so hard at him (laughs) that I miss the next thing he says. It's a problem. (laughs) I actually heard more because I wasn't live tweeting this episode. So like I often miss things while I'm live tweeting one thing that Ari said and then I miss another horrible thing. All right. So they come up to a little cabin on a little island in the Everglades where they meet Gerald, Mm -hmm. the guy who built the cabin. Who loves going frogging? And Tia also loves going frogging. Well, which to be clear, she loves it. It's that she she's has like, gone I have frogging. Done that. She's, yes, yes, she's gone frogging. Um, he offers them some fried food. They have frog legs, catfish, corn on the cob. It's deep fried corn deep on the cob. Deep fried corn on the cob, which he invented. I have to say, <laughs> I think there's a reason it's never been invented before because I tried to imagine having it and it sounds gross. It's, it just sounds, it seems like a lot. Like yeah. a it was lot definitely a lot. I feel like the fried covering wouldn't really adhere to the, the slick corn yeah, kernels. Yeah, it feels like it'd be hard to eat. Yeah. We have questions, Gerald. <laughs> um, I also, like, I just wish that I had been there for, like, when the Bachelor producers found <laughs> Gerald and approached him about, like, he was just one of those people where I was like, how did they find you? I wonder if the, I wonder if it's, like, a thing that he normally does as a tourist attraction, like, a, a little house in the middle of the Everglades, I'll make you frog legs, and, like, you, people take tours there. Like, that was the only thing I could think I, I of. Guess. Or did they just trawl the Everglades for I would believe life? it either way. I know. Yeah. So they have, yeah, they and then spend they, time with Gerald. They and sit then on a porch swing. For the nighttime portion of the date. By the way, on the porch swing, we find out that he really likes the boat motor. Yeah, it's a big motor. Yeah. Because he's a car guy. Yeah. And then he's like, when I'm racing, I'm a completely different person. She's like, I can also be a different person. Like, I could be a diva who goes on a date maybe where there are diamonds. Yeah. But here I am. She's like, I don't just spear frogs. Yeah. I do more than that. So, yes, dinner time is at a – just a room full of old old nautical stuff. A a weird enough thing that she had to be like, what is this place? (laughs) And he was like a nautical antique museum or something like that. He didn't even say museum. He had like all the adjectives. And then he was like a nautical antique antique place. place? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Storage facility. Um, We learn that Tia has a doctorate in physical therapy. So cool. Tia. I know. I was like so into Tia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, She's super charming. She works with older patients uh does physical therapy and i think she is down to move well she says yeah. she's down to move because she's not really trying to live her whole life and he's in like there are a lot of old people who need physical therapy in scottsdale and i was like wow that was such a cell phone dude also a lot of not old people also need physical therapy right well, apparently, i guess she said her specialty oh, that her she works with older patients yeah, I see. yeah also there are old people like everywhere like where's a place you can think <laughs> of where it's like no old people there Everyone moves away or they die. Like, that's yeah. That's the human condition as some of us <laughs> get are older. Um, so this is when he sort of says that he feels like – like, she asks him if, if she feels like a – if he feels like a higher power is leading him in life. And he says, no, I kind of – I feel like I make my own destiny. Also, I work in a field where a lot of my friends, I've, I've lost I've a lot, lost of, a friends, lot of friends. Which he says in this vague way that doesn't make it 100% says, clear that they have said, died. Yeah, and he like said it in a vague way and then just followed it up with, so like, you know. <laughs> 
Like, no, we don't I was like, know. No, we don't. I, have you had I a lot of friends die? Also, and like, this would be a great moment for us to learn moment more about to, you. Yeah, have a personality. Yeah. Talk about a feeling. It was very weird. Like, and then I I was like, is it just that it's such an itinerant position, like, that you don't, that you lose touch with people? Like, it could mean that. Like, why, really why don't you just like say what you're talking thinking? about friends actually died. It definitely it did, felt but like he, that. But I was like, he I didn't feel quite like make the, the leap, though, to I need saying more it explicitly. Because that's a really heavy thing to say Absolutely. in such a vague way. Um, and then she uh, says that she has faith, and he's like, well, I don't. And then I thought she's it was like, a valid question to ask, her, to ask her if she could marry someone who doesn't have yeah. the same faith as her. And yeah. she says, yeah. But I thought it was an interesting response. She was like, yeah, I actually re- I'm really drawn to people who are different from me so I can like we can learn from each other. And then says, I'm actually really drawn to guys who are bad for me and who are broken and I want to fix <laughs> I them. Fix and them. I was like, wait, so what you're saying is he falls right into a pattern of people you're drawn to and it's never worked out for you before. Yeah. Uh, that seems concerning. But she's also what? She's like 25, 26. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I was definitely still in my bad pattern phase at that point. <laughs> Where you're I mean, like starting to get That's old enough that you that can see age it. Mm-hmm. is the ideal age for women for, to go like, on the show. Yeah, because yeah, I feel like you're just starting to get self-aware enough that you're like, ooh, I make bad choices with men, but not quite old enough to stop. Yeah. It's like, I make bad choices with men, but this one's different. Right. <laughs> um, and then she tells him that she's falling in love with him. And he says, you have to look at me when oh, you yeah. say that. I also wrote that one down. What? So she does. She looks at him and she says it again. And he says, you are? She just said it. Twice. She just said it twice. You know. You already know. You can't have that reaction the second time. It's like, did he come in? He came in prepared with no lines into the season to deal with women saying, I'm in love with you. Because he, he knows it's no, going to happen at least you seven times. You have to look at me when you say Terrible. that. I don't know what I would do if some if like the first time I said I was falling for someone, they were like, "You have to look at me when you say that." <laughs> I might, I'm like that. That might be a deal breaker. I'd be for like, me. "Never mind." I guess. Yeah, I'd be like, "Oh, actually, oh, actually, no, no." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was just a weird moment of insanity. Yeah, taking it back. Um, but then they just like make out all over this weird nautical place. Yeah, because that's his mo. He's like, "Well, okay, this is where I'm comfortable." Yeah, I really yeah. shine with up against the wall makeouts. Yeah. I think at one point she says, "Like I." I was just waiting for you to push me up against something. Yeah, and he is pushing her up against something. Ooh, yeah, see, I, like, close my eyes during all of this now. Lucky you. I can't. Well, she gets the rose. Uh, um, so we get yeah. to see Tia another week. And uh, now it's time for the cocktail party. And they're at the Bonnet House Museum and Gardens, of course. World <laughs> Naturally. Famous. And um, all the women are sort of excited for Crystal to get sent home. Um, she's apparently been hiding in her room. She- I wasn't hiding. I was investing in myself. And growing from the challenge, I was discovering. Can you imagine saying that? Like, I wasn't sulking in my room. I was just investing in myself. It's an insane statement. (laughs) Especially because, like, it seems like she's responding to someone, but she's, like, no one else is there. She's like, it's like, I know people are going to say that I was hiding. Well, listen, I wasn't hiding. (laughs) Um. And then she just goes right into giving a speech to the other women. <laughs> because that's what's going to endear you this to people that most, really dislike you. I think yeah. this was her most bonkers speech yet because she's talking to all the women who are all there dating Ari. <laughs> it's been a really challenging week. It was definitely challenging for Ari and I. We were able to have a hard conversation and I feel no regrets. I've tried to go through this whole process with that MO and I feel that way tonight. 
And then she just, like, nods at them. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I did that. Like, what does she think is going to happen? I don't know. I mean, <sighs> I think she. I think she's, like, genuinely, like, crazy. Yeah, I'm, I, I worry. I, like, I worry because you see I don't a think lot this of this is the place for Crystal. No. That's things like you see a lot of big personalities on The Bachelor, and sometimes the people who make very good TV are like a little bit crazy. But yeah. like she's in like disconnected from reality <laughs> in a way that like kind of freaks right. me. Also, yeah. Often you can tell that the big personalities like they've just sort of been goaded by the producers and they get into a jokey mode yeah. and they or say some like fucked up things. Or they're like, I know what my role is on this. So I'm yeah. gonna lean into yeah, it. Yeah, so I'm gonna like lean into it. But she genuinely like it kind of just feels like there is like a disconnect from reality with her that like freaks me out just a little yeah. bit. Um, but Kendall gets time with Ari first, um, and so she brought a notebook that I would like to note says, be a little wild on the cover, and it's full of questions that she likes to ask people, and she asks him to choose a number between 1 and 100, and he picks 99 because it's his first race number, and oh my god, this is the only thing this dude has going on in his life. (laughs) And so the question is, like, basically, which I was, like, a little rubbed the wrong way by this question, to be honest, but she's like, you're visiting, like, a tribe— and they have a tradition where you eat the meat of someone who has died, would you do it? And I was like, this is a kind of uh, question. But um, he says no. And she seems really surprised. And I was like, oh, well, I would try it just out of curiosity, <laughs> which is fine, I guess. I, I just thought it was a real testament to how charming Kendall was that I was like, you basically just said you'd become a cannibal and I'm like still so into I mean, you. Yeah, I just she's was very like, charming. I was relieved that someone was asking a question that didn't involve coffee yes. or colors. No, it was, was a very such interesting a question. better version of the 21 questions yeah. that we saw with Lauren and Ari. And she had truly written down 100 questions. But it's also just like, I don't know. I mean, I it, you know, like it... it I just, like, you know, I want so badly. Like, there have been actual couples that have come out of The Bachelor, and sometimes I can't figure out how. Yeah. Because, like, I those are not the ways that relationships I are think made. Just, from my honestly, experience. I think it's luck. Yeah. Like, I was, like, four years in before I knew my boyfriend's favorite color because oh, it was yeah. not an important well, a lot factor of the couples in our relationship. That you, if you interview like, bachelor couples who've come out, you know, come out of the franchise, which you what, have, then yeah, which we have <laughs> a couple years in. Often, what they've said to us is like, "Look, you you're drawn to someone, you're into someone. After the show ends, is when you really start to get to know them, right. and that's why it's really hard. And often, those relationships last a certain amount of time, and then they don't work. Mm-hmm. So you get a you have a sense of someone, you get yeah. a feeling about them, right? And then afterwards, you dive into it. So, okay. It's also important to yeah. point out that, and I did like a 20-page research paper on cannibalism when I was in high school. Oh. Uh, totally voluntary. Um, <laughs> and here's the thing. That's like how mad cow disease like is is created, basically. It's like cows eating other cows, but and humans can have that too. Like if you eat human meat, it can like so mess up. So don't become a cannibal guy. Yeah. It can like mess up the proteins in your brain and like create holes in your brain like Swiss cheese. I'm like 100% all, serious. I think Kendall is cool, but maybe don't listen to yeah, her like, about potential cannibalism. She ate worms just for fun. I'm just yeah. saying. Okay. So um, Crystal now is overhearing the other women all talking about how upset they are that she didn't apologize and that she didn't seem genuine. And 
Crystal decides that she's she, she doesn't want them to sabotage her, so she's going to defuse the situation with a speech. Which is just hilarious to me that she thinks that it's at a point still where she can defuse the situation. Like, it's way beyond that. Um, Detached from reality, man. Completely. And so she sits down with them and says, I want to talk to you girls. I just want you to know I spent yesterday taking some time to myself because I wanted to process everything everyone had said. I would love to chat with you about it privately because if I talk about it in a group, I just open myself up to being attacked and that's just not okay to do to someone. So she's already like criticizing them <laughs> and painting herself as a victim. Not, oh, it's just already it's truly amazing. It's like she doesn't she's like going in specifically to chill them out and she doesn't even know the platitudes she has to say <laughs> to even have like a chance at doing that. And Kendall immediately is like, okay, I'll talk to you. Kendall's very like calm and like matter of fact with Crystal this episode. Um, and she starts by being like, yeah, um, I understand you were upset. I also felt protective of people I cared about. And that's kind of like they can't really move past that because Crystal just keeps saying, well, I was really upset. And I don't think you should judge me for that. She, Yeah, she cannot move beyond that. And then we see kind of a similar thing play out with Becca. And Becca just is done. Yeah. Tia says, you know, kind of the same thing. Like, it's just... I can't believe they all keep, like, keep trying. I feel like... I, I don't know if they even think they're going to get through to her at this point. But maybe just so that they can have the cover of, like, well, we're not just talking about her behind her back. Like, she yeah. knows how we feel. I also think, like... I think the thing I forget about on The Bachelor sometimes is how much time they just spend waiting together. Yeah. That, like, at some point, it's probably easier to talk to her than not to when you're, <laughs> like, spending, like, four hours waiting for your 10 oh, yeah, minutes at a cocktail party. To do. Yeah, like... Yeah. Like, Becca sits her down and is like, so why are you still here? And Crystal doesn't respond. And she's like, no, I'm asking you, why are you still here? You, like, you had your bags packed. You thought he was a liar. Like, why would you stay? And Crystal literally just can't process the question she's being asked because all she can say is, well, I was hurt. Like, the <laughs> only question she knows how to answer is, were you hurt? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Always. And then I love that Crystal goes into her ITM after all of these conversations, and the only thing that she's gotten out of it is just that the other women are so mean to her. Yeah. They don't operate at her level, and she's just tired of lowering herself. To stoop and then to their level. she says... I'm done. Done. Throws up her hands and clarifies that was glitter. Glitter. Why? <laughs> Is that, that amazing? Thing? It was Where so good. Where you throw glitter to show that you're done? Guys, I'm turning into Ari. I just be. keep saying that was amazing. <laughs> It was so amazing. Also, like, the way that she framed it is, like, the really great thing that she did was give the women a chance to show her compassion. Yeah. And that was the brave thing that she did. She gave them the opportunity to be kind to her. And they, and they did they not didn't. take it. What the hell is wrong with them? She gave them the opportunity. Um, and so Ari, uh, she's, you know, she's like, I'm going to get this rose out of Ari, basically. Um, so she sits down with him and says, look, I'm very emotionally invested in you. It's so hard for me to see with other women. And he still, like, isn't really having it. Like, he's like, 
you need to be more thoughtful in your reactions. You've met my family. Like, you know a lot about me now. Like, this put us some steps back. And she immediately goes to, like, it's so interesting, like, if she thinks she can get away with it, she'll say, like, it's valid for me to be pissed. Doesn't everyone do that? Doesn't everyone say stuff when they're pissed? And when he's like, your response was unacceptable, she says, well, it was out of character because of circumstances. Because she grew up in a bowling alley. Oh, my God. She grew up in a bowling alley. And men that her mom dated would make promises and then not follow through. And look, I believe that that happened. I believe there is trauma there. But to hide behind, to connect a clear line between her brattiness and that feels like a bit of a stretch to me. I mean, I just, I don't know if I believe that. We have had bumper car trauma and bowling alley trauma in one Who knows? I'm just saying, I believe that. She seems to have had a tough childhood. She definitely did. I, believe I totally that. believe I'm that. I'm not questioning yes. her on that. But I will say this. When Annalise was having her, like, little meltdowns, she seemed very aware that it was going to hurt her, that it wasn't, like, an optimal way to get his attention. And she just, like, couldn't help it and was sort of embarrassed by it. Crystal is, like, had her little meltdown for a very clear purpose to get his attention. And now that it kind of backfired, she's, like— using this whole trauma thing in a very calculated way, which makes me feel like I don't really no, buy it. That's like, it feels so calculated. Like, no, I, I believe that she like has trauma. I don't believe alley. that it's an excuse for her behavior. I don't believe also that she that, was like, having bowling alley specific trauma. She was having yeah, a great like, time at the bowling alley. She was sure. having a wonderful time. As no, long I as she was getting what she wanted. Yeah, I just mean I believe that she has had trauma in her childhood. Yeah, yeah, but, like, the way, like, to be, like, oh, well, like, my trauma was related specifically to men lying. In bowling and, and bowling alleys. alleys. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Like, that's ridiculous. But that's also the thing. I feel like I find it harder to, like, sympathize with someone for their trauma if they then use it to try and manipulate other people. Yeah. Like, it seemed— Like, deliberately trying, like, that felt like such a deliberate, like, I've told you I have trauma and— this oh, she wanted triggering. him to just say, oh, that's so hard for you. I'm going to yeah. actually go back on the fact that I said this was upsetting to me. Yeah. But he doesn't He doesn't take the bait. Um, and she kind of tries to be like, this is our first fight. And he just looks at her and says, it could be our last fight. Yeah. It was a good response. Um, and she seems so excited yeah, about it being it, their first it fight. It was a good response. Um. So we're coming down to the rose ceremony. We get a little bit of Jack, Jacqueline and Ari first. I still don't know anything about Poor her. Jacqueline. She's been edited she into oblivion. Um, yeah. So moving right along, we're at the rose ceremony and Chris Crystal. arrives. Chris and Crystal. <laughs> yeah. Chris basically pulls the sunk cost fallacy on Ari. He's like, well, you've had some good times with Crystal. Do you want to just throw those away? Like, yes. Ari's like, yeah, I, I do. I'm done. Um, Crystal has this amazing moment where she's like, I put myself oh, out wait, there for Ari. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron is going to read it for us. I think need to do a dramatic reading. I, mean, I, know, I, I just wrote down her descriptors of herself, but she's like, oh, you say that. She's, oh, yeah. Here's a laptop. Okay. Um, I put myself out there for Ari. I showed him what I have. I showed him fun, passionate, sad, emotional, um, excited, futuristic. <laughs> futuristic! What does that mean? What it, 
could that possibly To be clear, mean? it has a very clear meaning. It means that she is in the speculative fiction genre. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just seeing sort of like an image of what a, a woman could be like, you know, in like 2080. <laughs> Or something. Like, I mean, obviously. I'm telling you, it's Black Mirror. It really is. (laughs) I could, I like, I literally had to rewind it like four times. Amazing. The first time I was just like, wait, did she she just say futuristic? What was she trying to convey with that? I think, think, like, I think she was trying to convey, I've shown him that we're people who could have a future together. Right. That's my generous guess at what (sighs) she was trying to say. I mean, but there's just no world in which that's what futuristic (laughs) means. Also, she clearly then sets up the whole like, well, if he gives me the rose, that means that he is like capable of like really committing to a relationship. And if he doesn't, he's taking the easy way out. It's like, Crystal, maybe he just doesn't want to deal with you. Like, okay, so rose ceremony. Roses go to Becca M, Cien, Kendall, Becca K, Jacqueline, Jenna, Crystal, who gets the final rose. Yeah. Uh, and that means poor Marique, Mikkel, and Ashley are going home. Becca M. just breaks into tears yeah. immediately. A lot of sad girls hugging. Also, is that does that make Cien the only non-white girl left this season? I believe it does. Yes. Yeah. Well, I can't say I'm surprised. No, yeah. me neither. Um, and Crystal uh, gets to brandish her rose and say that good things are worth fighting for. She and keeps smelling it. It took so much courage for her to come here tonight. And she's proud that she was able to stand here because she could have just packed her bags and left. Like she promised she would. The yeah. liar. <laughs> I feel triggered right now. I, I have a lot of trust issues with women who say they're going to leave my presence and then don't. Exactly. But, you know. It looks like things are going to get even more intense next week. And do you in think there'll Paris. be a two on one? I hope so. I hope God, so. Do you think I love, they're going to like put I like love Crystal a and like Becca M on a two on one. No, because they have to. I Who don't know. Who would they put on the two on one? Who they put on the two on one? The thing is that they the could is, put anyone be with the her. One to go, right? I mean, I he seems so over it with her. He I really can't does. imagine that he, he was probably disappointed. Like he he introduced his parents to her. He probably was but like That's why you don't introduce your parents to someone on like I'm the gonna first say day. it wasn't yeah. his choice. I think he could have said no though. I <laughs> he think probably his parents had the option to say no. That is certainly, true. Right? That is true. They all have the option to say no, and that's a good thing to remember as we close out today. Uh, with the, the this little scene of older women bowlers uh, asking Ari weirdly sexual questions. I was kind of sad that they had clearly cut that footage from the main part of the episode. I would have preferred to watch that than Ari doing a big Lebowski tribute. Well, yeah, I think yeah. that that would have been a probably a different tone of setup to the date yes. than uh, Frankly, the big Lebowski. I would prefer to watch those old ladies than Ari do almost everything <laughs> in this episode. I like if I was just... watching those old ladies date these women, I would be so into that show. And that is the perfect note for us <laughs> to end this recap on. Thank you, Aaron, for that beautiful closing line. <laughs> And now, welcome to Feminism Fails, where we rate the most cringeworthy anti-lady moments of the week on our very own patented Feminism Fail Scale. One, you do you, bro. Two, that's questionable. Three, not cool people. Four, the 1950s are back. Five, gender equality is straight up dead. (sighs) 
So it's time for Feminism Fails. A lot of so much air is taken up by Crystal in this episode that there like wasn't really room for other Feminism Fails. <laughs> Just like maybe one or two. First of all, um, Ari, we noticed that you think black coffee is manly. And the food that we like has nothing to do with our gender or our gender roles. It's just like something that you enjoy and that should be separate from this crushing burden of masculinity and femininity. Get down with your bad self and your cream and your sugar. Just embrace it. We're going to give that a three. Solid three. And then, of course, every single time Crystal suggests she's better than the other women and personally deserves better treatment. That's just simply not how this works. And maybe as a woman... You should try to have genuine empathy for other human beings and specifically other women instead of playing the victim and consistently being cruel to other women. Yeah, like this whole idea that, uh, you know, that your worth depends on being different from other women and elevated above them is by a man. specifically. Exactly. is very damaging. So we're going to give that a four. And we just hope to see Crystal like evolve a little bit in this next. We're not hopeful. (laughs) But we hope. (laughs) And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our guest, Aaron Dark, and to our producer, Nick Offenberg. If you haven't yet, please find Here to Make Friends on Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe. You can give us a rating. You can make sure you don't miss any episodes. You can make us feel good about ourselves. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. Please like us there. You can find us both on Twitter and Instagram individually. I'm at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emma Lady Rose. Or you can always send us an email. I swear we're doing our best to respond to all of them individually at here to make friends at HuffPost.com. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. (laughs) Well. Ooh, yeah. That happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.